All aboard! This podcast is going to be about VBS. And the theme for VBS was the Rocky... Was it Rocky River? <laughs> Paul just loves his whistle now. Um, the theme for the pot or theme for VBS was trains, Rocky Railway. Is that right? Is that right? That's correct, Steve. There we go, Rocky Railway. So we're doing a special podcast just on VBS and the experience we had for VBS. Um, how the kids and youth and adults and everyone came together for this amazing experience of VBS. We're also going to have um, so at the top of the podcast we're going to be talking about our experience and that. On um, the second half, we're going to be talking to um, Paul's wonderful wife, the VBS director, no other than Quinn Bennett. So she's going to be doing an interview here in the second half of the podcast. So hopefully you stick around for that. It's going to be great. So, yeah. Any words of uh No needed, Stephen. I played my whistle. <laughs> and, uh, every time you say Rocky Railway today, I'm going to play oh the whistle. Oh, my goodness. Yes. That's well. I'll try not to. I'll do abbreviation then. R R R R. R R. Confused. <laughs> Rocky River Pirates. Pirates. Yes. Yeah. Boy, we're gonna be a mess. Okay. All right. We gotta start our fit section. So, for anyone who doesn't know, this is our fun, interesting, and thought-provoking segment of the podcast. So, my fit is. Um, I think I've said this before on many podcasts, but I watch. Different things on YouTube that things that are I find really interesting and one of them I started watching videos on wood carving So it's really cool. They take um, Stumps or knots out of the wood and then they put it on these machines and they spin it really fast and they're able to carve like I mean, I've seen like dice and cups and pots and Just a bunch of really cool stuff made out of wood and it's just one of those things that it's fun to watch because you see this um like kind of gnarly looking piece of wood that looks like oh you can't make anything out of that and then by the end of the 10 minutes of the video this is beautiful piece so matter of fact that's like a sermon you could preach you know like we're we're kind of like these ugly pieces of wood that god crafts into make us look like his son well there there are um really gifted well the preachers aren't so gifted generally it's the artists <laughs> in the background right. but, but i've seen that done before where a preacher will be preaching a sermon and in the background there will be oh, somebody really? painting yeah a picture or i've seen like sand art right. or chalk yeah. art yeah. Uh, being done in the background so somebody could be uh you know crafting something out of wood while right. a sermon is being preached That's, yeah it's kind of a I second like that idea layer of meaning yeah so if we if you see that in one of the one of your sermons coming up soon, it started here. Yes, this is right. Yeah, we that's need why you that. need to listen to this podcast. Original ideas happen here. So <laughs> at least um, one, <laughs> at least one. Yeah, so far. <laughs> but yeah, I really enjoy those videos, and I started subscribing to these wood carvings. And I don't, I can't do it myself. The equipment is um, pretty large, and I'm sure very expensive. So, but it's fun to watch. Just have to add on to your garage. Yeah, and, uh, <laughs> yeah exactly. Yeah, yeah. I'll craft some uh, furniture, too. Sure, sure. Yeah. It could be uh, Jesus 2.0. Right? <laughs> yeah. I mean, there's got to be something sacred about taking on the trade right. that Jesus I guess he was a carpenter. Possible. Even though he wasn't typically, scholars understand that as a wood carpenter, maybe more like stonemason-ish. I think the word uh, means kind of craftsman of some sort. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. so we we've kind of traditionally associated that with carpentry, but right. 
There's no way to know for yeah, sure. Yeah, I've heard there wouldn't be a lot of wood around that, like around that area. Jerusalem, Which so. is true, except for um, in Bethlehem, they're they're really big on their uh, wood crafts, oh, okay. and you can go to Bethlehem and get all sorts of wild stuff. Yeah, yeah. but yeah, that that is uh, true, which uh, explains you know the nativity scenes. Right. Uh, so often, um, may look like it was in some wooden structure, and yeah, okay. realistically, is more likely in a, a cave S- of some stone, sort. Right. Yeah. Yeah. All um, right, time for your fit section. Yeah, I feel like Don't, we've kind of... We're not going to skip over it. No, we shouldn't. I, I think <laughs> I tag-teamed on yours, so that should maybe count for <laughs> oh, mine. Yeah. Uh, I thought I'd just uh, share this week that my uh, my daughters embraced the entrepreneurial uh, spirit. My son has had that for some time, and he likes to... Well, well honestly, he likes to make <laughs> money, but he also likes to do it uh, in creative ways and, and such. But uh, my daughter is has uh, kind of been itching that uh, scratch as well. Is that a phrase? I yeah. I feel like I used it wrong. but Yeah, I think that uh, works. Um, but uh, she is uh, enjoying making bracelets and, and necklaces and keychains out of beads and out of stones and out of seashells. So uh, I guess today is all about uh, different craftsman uh, <laughs> um, yeah, activities. But... Uh, she's she's doing some really great work, uh, so I'm proud of her. She went to uh, the store and, and gathered up her own supplies and paid for it out of her allowance, and now she's mm-hmm. crafting uh, these um, these strings with uh, beads and, and shells uh, that already have uh, pre-made holes in them and, and stones um, and doing some great work, and mm-hmm. I'm not sure where and how she's going to uh, make a profit on these and <laughs> flip them, but but uh, she has she has big plans. So uh, I thought that was an interesting. Didn't she uh, used to make like that sticky tack stuff? That she uh, she's a, an expert at slime. Slime, slime. That's what it is. Yeah, she makes yes. slime. Yes, right. Yeah, I, I don't know. Uh, I guess yeah, the two of those together. She she has yeah. some interesting hobbies. Right. But, a uh, slime for sure. She can uh, open a, her own craft store right from your garage. Right ne- from your necklaces garage. and slime. Yeah. Well, generally, when our kids are feeling crafty and trying to trying to make money off of it, we send them down the street to sit on the corner <laughs> and sell with the one of our old card tables. There you go. Uh, so that might be what's yeah. in store for her. But right. uh, you know, if you can make room in your garage for a carpentry bench, um, I can yeah. probably make room for a little necklace shop. Right. Yeah, yeah, there you go. We're yeah. starting our own business here. Yeah, lots happening. Yeah. All right. So we're uh, on this podcast. We're going to be talking about VBS. That um, so we're recording this a week after VBS, and um, it was a really great week. Really excited. Hopefully, some of you who are listening maybe have, were even at the eleven thirty service and were able to see and hear the kids singing their wonderful songs. Um, and all the parents had their phones out. I had my phone out recording your recording their kids i was actually really nervous my daughter anaya was right next to the pulpit and uh, i was afraid <laughs> i was afraid she was gonna knock it over uh she started pulling at the flowers there on the, on the <laughs> two and i was just like i wanted to go up there and say no don't do that but um i held back so um but yeah i think it was a beautiful display of little kid voices so <laughs> yes it was <laughs> tremendous uh they did a, a tremendous job right and uh, probably one of the highlights of our year around yeah. here as a church, getting yeah, to watch yeah. them do their thing. Yeah, coming off of COVID and to have that experience with the kids and yeah. the Rocky Railway um, theme. So, <laughs> <laughs> it's 
making sure he's paying I'm attention. Making sure I'm paying attention. <laughs> yep. All right. So what Paul and I are going to do, we're going to share um, just some general ideas of uh, experiences, kind of like God sightings or God moments, some general big ideas of EBS, and then share some more specific moments that we thought were funny or kind of like our fit section moments that we thought were funny interesting or thought provoking right from vbs so yeah um and i'll start i'll start with my uh one of the things from vbs that really i thought was amazing is just the whole church coming together and as i mentioned before we're just coming off of covid and and this is one of the, probably the first major event since um covid and a lot of the protocols have been lifted and vaccine has been um, distributed and um, but yeah, it was really cool to see just the people who came together for stuff on the stage and for um, just Mike working in the back who worked on the PowerPoints and the sound and the music and just having everything um, set up and planned throughout the week. And um, a lot, it took a lot of people. I think it was, didn't Quinn say over 70? Yeah, I was blown that? away by right. that, but that's probably yeah. true. Yeah. Right. So a lot of people coming together to make this possible. And if you're someone who made this possible and you're listening to this, thank you very much. Really appreciate it. Um, couldn't have done it without you. And, uh, yeah, I think it was, it was really cool to see that. Yeah, I guess I'll, I'll piggyback uh, a bit on that and uh, just do a couple of specific shout-outs um, and uh, just to recognize some folks who played some very important roles in all of this uh, first to Nathan Wiggers. Nathan is an uh, active member of our church, incredible uh, gentleman, very talented, and um, for, I think, at least weeks, if not months prior to VBS and, mm-hmm. and when everything else was getting set up, he was here at the church uh, spending many, many hours um, just preparing some of the uh, larger pieces of the set design, specifically those that were to appear on the stage in Beacon Hall, um, and he himself is a gifted carpenter, I think in some mm. ways, amongst other things, and and so uh, he put some of those gifts to work and um, just really appreciate his time and his willingness to to um, get involved in, in this, uh, even though I think his family was out of town, weren't able to be here and really enjoy the, the week yeah. of. Um, he still yeah. uh, worked behind the scenes, expecting nothing in return and no recognition whatsoever to uh to play his part in bringing all of this together so. he did kind of give him recognition there but just now yeah yeah yeah, yeah. that's that's <laughs> one of the things i love to do is right. spot those people yeah. who are trying to hide you know behind the scenes <laughs> and right. go unrecognized right. and, and throw them into the spotlight so yeah. Yeah. Uh, so you know nathan is definitely one of those his family uh helped out once or twice as well in creating all of those uh set design pieces um, but uh, I'll also celebrate, as you mentioned, Mike Cook. Um, Mike is one of the unsung heroes of this church, and we've celebrated him every every Sunday, I think, during the parking lot service yeah. uh, as he's a, a wizard in the background making sure everything works. That somehow uh, we can be amplified, you know, when we're standing in a truck bed or, you know, uh, uh, speaking from a window in the, the church or, or out on a platform and the, the music piping in from the, right. the chapel. Uh, but this week he continued his, his great work and uh, working his magic from behind the soundboard in, in Beacon Hall there. Right. And uh, just everything right on cue as far as having the music ready and, and the PowerPoints and, 
and such. Um, so Mike does great work. Uh, he does it once again without expecting any recognition or praise, and uh, is he's an absolute joy to work with. So thank you to Mike, and uh, finally uh, Olivia Stefanik. Um, she's relatively new on our church staff. Uh, she's our our children and, and youth choir director, um, and one of the uh, one of the the roles that comes with that job uh, position here at the church is VBS. Um, I'm not even sure what how to how to title or describe what she yeah. does. She uh, she yeah. leads the opening and closing segments right. each day, which. Uh, require her to be up in front of the kids, um, acting and, and leading uh, the singing, worshiping, yeah. and uh, just generally being goofy and silly and entertaining and um, absolutely incredible with the kids from the front. And Olivia was uh, spot on this week. Um, we just continue to be really, really impressed with her work and uh, very blessed to have her on staff. Right. Um, I think she memorized pages and pages of script of, of things that she was leading, little demonstrations and such, and and all the the motions for the songs. She was fantastic with the kids, kept their attention nonstop. Yeah. Uh, you know, from from little kids all the way up to the adults, uh, were tantalized the entire way through and. And uh, just uh, really excited to have her on staff and, and then really to let her, let her loose this uh, fall when hopefully we get the children and youth choirs back underway, get to see her um, mm-hmm. just getting settled and, and working with our kids on a more regular basis. So I wanted to shout out those three individuals yeah. for uh, all that they did to make uh, this past week possible. Right. Yeah, and I, yeah, I agree. <coughs> I agree completely with that. All three of them were paramount to the success of... Um, VBS um, and couldn't like Paul said couldn't have had it or couldn't have done it without them and then I think this is um, the perfect example of what scripture says we're the body of Christ you know we everyone plays important roles in the function of the church in order to reach these kids for Christ um, so we're all function as the body of Christ and every part of that body is important whether no one saw right like no one saw Mike or no one saw uh, Nathan Wiggers like we didn't see him, but mm-hmm. he was still important yep. um, and still needs to be honored and recognized. Um, that is the same with, even though Olivia is one who was seen, um, those who weren't seen were just as important. So mm-hmm. it's good. Um, <clears throat> the second thing I have on here is what Paul also has. I, I've seen, I, I've peeked at his list. <laughs> I came up with my list first, and Paul kind of just put on his his list second so anyways <laughs> um i would say <laughs> i would say the youth involvement um was also really big so if anyone who doesn't know um how we do vbs here is that the youth um are really involved um they're kind of like the crew leaders for the kids um and they take the crews between um to different um what are you, different classes is that what you call them? yeah different uh stations stations or, yeah, maybe, yeah different stations so you have a music state well no it's not really a music station there's a game <laughs> station there's a video station there's a you did bible right yeah, yeah. there's a bible exploration yeah imagination station with yeah the, ma- yeah, Bible, right. Bible stories and kind yeah. of acting out. And clearly, we, we sent Stephen outside to play games <laughs> with the kids. He had no idea what was going on in the building right. the whole time. Right, I was outside the whole time. <laughs> right. Uh, but, yeah, so all these different stations, the youth would lead them. Um, we also had snacks. So the youth would lead them to these different stations. Um, but also the youth played an important role um, in getting to know the kids and making sure that the kids filled a part of, of VBS in general and they 
think the kids are really getting attached to the youth and the youth to the kids. And, and I think it's uh, another thing that's really cool about VBS, you get um, just these interactions between older and younger. Um, and, and it's just cool for me as being the youth director. Um, it's really neat for me because I get this extra time with the youth that are in, in the program. And um, it's, I find it a very valuable time because I get to spend more time with them. Because to be honest, as, as a youth leader, you don't get to spend as much time with youth as, youth as you may want to. And especially this year with it being still with COVID as, a, as an issue, we are not be able to go on a mission trip, which is really unfortunate. And I'm already starting the plan for next year, which I'm really excited about. Um, but VBS is an opportunity for me to spend some extra time with the youth. Um, and I was really encouraged to see how they were interacting with the kids and um, really encouraged to see that really um, living out their faith in the sense of um, giving up their summers. Because I know when I was a youth, my summer was sacred <laughs> and I, I loved my summer. So it was really cool to see these youth giving up their summers for to volunteer with these kids. So, um, yeah. Yeah, I think uh, you you said it, and I'll once again piggyback and and just uh, celebrating our, our volunteers and, and mentioned a few specific individuals, but across the board, wow, uh, 70, 70 plus volunteers when, when there's only 50 some kids. Uh, and, and when you see that kind of uh, those proportions, that number, um, it tells you that you're going to have a really, really good program, really good result, because uh, people are just wholly invested in the product and in these children, and, and we definitely saw that at work each and every day, but uh, we had folks who were, um, you know, busy working age people who were here during the day in the morning, uh, even though maybe they had their work in the evenings yet, or, um, you know, giving up a, a big chunk of their day two, three, some of them, uh, all five days of the week were here and, and so doing incredible stuff with the kids. Uh, mm -hmm. to, we had seniors who were, were in the mix. Um, you know, some of the, the elderly Graduate, of the congregation yeah. came out and yeah. uh, just mixing it up with the, yeah. the youth and the kids. And uh, these kids are full of energy, running circles around, around us. Mm -hmm. uh, no matter how old we are, they're running circles <laughs> around us. But uh, we had some incredible seniors in this, this church who... Uh, have no qualms about coming out, getting involved in, in leading um, our, our little ones. So thank you to them. And and uh, and once again, the youth, um, I just was astounded this week as, uh, how um, mature and uh, the incredible leadership skills, uh, the patience um, that our youth showed. They're just a fantastic uh, group of, of young folks. Um, and, and to see these crew leaders with these uh, walking around with these crews of, uh, you know, three or four kids, some of them, and, and they might have a, a five-year-old that's, you know, bouncing off the walls and, a, <laughs> and a, an 11-year-old that is um, soaking everything in and, and mm -hmm. very attentive. And they're able to minister to both and, and uh, just a very, once again, mature youth that are able to um, handle different personalities and perfect balance between keeping the kids, um, you know, in line and making sure that they don't go overboard, but also um, making sure the kids are having fun and, and they're not coming down too hard on them just uh, for, for our youth to show that kind of poise and, and uh, wisdom and, and maturity. Uh, this week was just an incredible blessing for me. So thank you to each of the youth and once again, dedication of your time and energy and being here this past week. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Do you want to 
I don't want to steal your thunder and share something else on my list that you may have mimicked. So, do you want to share something on your list? You want to, you <laughs> I thought it was first? kind of fitting that you would get to <laughs> celebrate the youth first, since that's kind of your arena. But yeah, you know, it's a, I might start getting perturbed if you keep yeah keep, keep jumping at it. Thunder. No, it was. Uh, I, I thought we we uh, complimented each other well in that. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, let me see what what I got here. I think the one thing that I would throw out there um is in the opening and the closing segments of the the day we were all in beacon hall and the kids are uh sitting or not generally sitting so much as standing and jumping and bouncing around but with uh with their crews and the youth are are sitting interspersed among the kids um you know working with them but a lot of what we do is is worship we we have these uh, songs that are played up on the screen the kids have uh, motions to go with the songs olivia's leading from the front mike's hitting the buttons in the back and it is just a sight to behold what a gift standing in the back of the room and just watching this room full of Mm -hmm. you know five-year-olds uh to you know 17 18 year old youth and then you know in the back next to me we have people in their in their 80s probably just uh dancing around and singing along to these kids songs just having an absolute blast and and it just uh to me it um i think it reminds me of that inborn uh just organic quality in which we uh, desire to worship our lord and our kids are able to live that out in a, a genuine uh, kind of authentic way it's it's right in their wheelhouse they have no qualms about it um, at their age it just comes natural as we get older we start to get self-conscious i think about you know are other people watching me what does this look like and uh I think this week, though, because it was all about the kids, you know, whether we were standing in the back or or these, uh, you know, 16-year-old boys interspersed with the youth or dancing around with them, uh, with alongside the kids, uh, because the kids were front and center and we knew it was about them, uh, we all got to experience that that inborn natural uh, passion for worship that we so often stifle. And I, I think that was one of the greatest joys of this week is just being able to sing and dance and be goofy with with the kids, for the kids, but also beneath the surface, really for ourselves, um, that we could get to experience that again. And, uh, you know, I, I, I think I try not to go on too big of a tangent here, but I think in general, uh, Stephen, I think our society is... Uh, more so in recent generations um, self-conscious about singing and about mm-hmm. expression of, of that sort uh, you know I, maybe it's just a Hollywood thing but I feel like I watch older uh, generations and and singing and um, the camaraderie that comes with it was yeah. very very typical uh, even groups of men you know uh, whether it's in a, a military context or, or sporting events or uh, just hanging out with friends what, what you would do what would you do to pass the time and to enjoy each other you break into song you know sing yeah. all these uh, these crazy songs that you enjoy together I can't tell you the last time I was hanging out with a group of friends and we just you know started <laughs> started singing because uh, I think we're so self-conscious about how people will receive it so uh, just a little bit of a tangent, but yeah, I think we, 
I think we've lost some of that, the joy of being able yeah. to express ourselves um, in any context, even outside of a worship context. But mm. uh, this week with worship being the context and the kids being front and center, I think I got to see that that yeah. on display pure and, and, and beautifully. Yeah. No, I, I agree. I, um, Yeah, I agree. And one of the things I put is the joy of the kids, just the joy. Most of the kids are all excited. I I would say almost all the ones I had interaction with were kids were excited to be there and excited to participate in VBS. And that was a joy to see. Um, I know we have an interview coming up, so I don't want to keep us too long. I don't want us to keep blabbing on, especially when we have um, the one and only Quinn Bennett coming on for the interview. (laughs) So... We're going to, both of us will share, I have two um, specific moments that I'll share, and then uh, Paul, you can't use my moments, Paul. So I think Paul's going to, no. he's going to take some time to come up with his. <laughs> After you steal mine. <laughs> yeah. yeah. steal yours. Yeah. Anyways, uh, two of them I will share is one that there was a little boy at, at um, VBS who, as Paul mentioned, energy, this little boy had more energy than, I mean, if you could bottle his energy, <laughs> it probably could uh, power Apollo to the moon. So that's how much energy he had. So much energy. I remember one time he was running and he stopped right in front of us and he, he was just breathing really hard and he says, can I take a break? And we're like, yeah, sure. And then he said, wait a minute. And then he just took off and started running again. You know, so. <laughs> that was <laughs> so, his break. Yeah, it was his break. It yeah. was a quick one-second uh, comment, and then he was had enough energy to go again. So God bless those parents, and hopefully they, <laughs> they have the energy to keep up with him. Right. Um, but what I say that, though, because it was incredible. One of the, I think it was on Thursday, uh, we had a boy who scraped his knee on the concrete, and he was pretty upset about it, and he was crying. Um, and this little boy, he was full of energy, right? He had so much energy, he could hardly stop. He actually stopped um, and was really um, concerned about this boy and his knee and the little bit of blood that was there. And he stopped and was concerned, and he kept asking, is he okay? What's going to happen? And he sat right next to this boy. So I thought it was just an amazing moment to just see <laughs> this kid who full of energy actually stop um, and be still for this other kid who was hurt um, and, and show this that level of compassion and kindness. Um, it was just really neat to see. Really, really, really cool. Um, the other moment I have, um, and <laughs> this other moment is just me being a father, I guess. So <laughs> it was my daughter. Um, so she's, she's, what, she's four? Wait, three? She's uh, turning four? Is that, are you asking I'm like a asking question? You, yeah, <laughs> like you I don't know, Steven. <laughs> <laughs> Hope my wife doesn't uh, hear that part. Listen to like, this podcast. Yeah. Hi, Emily. You know, yeah. yeah, Steven, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Steven doesn't know the age of your kids. <laughs> Our kids. Um, anyways, yeah, my daughter um, came up. It was really cute because she's never seen me like... I feel like I'm like some sort of superhero. She's never seen me, quote unquote, in action <laughs> as like leading kids and youth. And um, it was the second day, and I kind of was reintroduced myself again. And I'm like, "Hey, everyone, what's my name?" And of course, my daughter says, "Daddy." <laughs> and uh, it was just really cute. Perfect. Um, and then also another moment was I was teaching, um, trying to explain the game and stuff, and my daughter just walks out as i'm teaching uh, and she just walks up right up to me and hands me a piece of paper um just out of the blue and i'm like oh 
thanks. And she's just, just completely oblivious to <laughs> the whole situation. But I, I, it's just super cute. And those are moments that you really treasure because eventually you're going to get older and they'll start making slime in your garage. Selling jewelry on the corner. Yeah. So these yeah. little innocent moments are really sweet. So, yep. Hang on yeah. to them for sure. <laughs> Uh, uh, yeah, just a, uh, my perspective was from the Bible Adventure uh, station, and, and uh, every day it was focused around a different Bible story. And so my my memories, my moments will, will be unique probably to that station. But um, one in particular, I think it was on Tuesday, we had uh, the story of Paul being held prisoner on a, a ship, um, and, and there was a shipwreck, and uh, the decision was made to release Paul so that he could save himself in the midst of this shipwreck. And uh, part of how Bible Adventure Station works is we try to bring the stories to life. It's not just, okay, everybody sit in a chair and we'll, we'll read the story out of the Bible. We, we act it out. We uh, sometimes dress up in, in character, have characters come in and play their part. Uh, we have props and, and pretend like we're actually on a, a ship and we got to swab the deck and um, and, and uh, hoist the sails and stuff. So um, this particular day was about the Apostle Paul being released in the midst of the shipwreck, and and he ran away and survived. And you know, as the kids left, I was encouraging them, you know, keep an eye out for Apostle the Apostle Paul. He's he's uh, out there somewhere. We don't know where he's off to. Hopefully, he's he's okay. But at least we know he survived the shipwreck. And you know, I don't know if this uh, one uh, young man. You know, took it took it seriously and, and thought that uh, the Apostle Paul was really wandering the halls of Rocky River UMC, or or if he just has a really active imagination. But every day, uh, from from then on, he would stop at our station and he would tell me he would report back that you know, hadn't found the Apostle Paul yet, but he, he's going to keep trying. He's looking all throughout the halls and everywhere in the church, and and he's going to find the Apostle Paul. And he kept asking me, "Have you have you seen him yet? You know, have you tracked him down?" And, uh, just a reminder of the the active yeah. uh, imaginations I expect of of these kids, and um, how much fun, absolute fun, it is to, to just enjoy uh, Bible stories with these kids. And I guess I should be jealous of my wife that you know, she gets to do that every week. And uh, the kids are are just bringing those stories to life with their own imaginations. Um, but uh, on top of that, just uh, other moments. Um, one was in the, on the last day when uh, part of the curriculum invites you to kind of have the kids sit with their crews and just celebrate how the week has gone and, and in particular um, uplift the other members of your crew and share uh, just to what it is about them that has made them a good friend to their crew members throughout the week and to, you know I don't I don't know that anything specific uh, that was shared was. Uh, stood out to me, but just sitting and watching these kids, um, you know, who were, were used to just seeing them be goofballs and, and uh, you know, just um, constant stimuli and, and just want to be fed and and, and uh, entertained and such. Um, but sitting there watching groups of, you know, five-year-olds, eight-year-olds, whatever, just um, go around in a circle and just praise each other and just celebrate um, you've been really kind this week or I remember when you shared your your snack with me or um, you know you you always listen to me when I need to talk or when I was having a bad day you cheered me up and just hearing these uh, kids you know share that 
um, from the you know some of our older youth who are leading their group and and being able to do that activity to you know these five-year-old boys who are looking at each other just celebrating these qualities in one another was a, a special moment uh, for me and I guess the other one I'll, I'll share is simply that uh, we had a lot of younger kids and and um, as young I think as five and and um, the especially the girls can be very clingy uh, they're still almost in uh you know i don't know, preschool mode or toddler mode or whatever the case might be and they 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 like to cuddle so it's, it's just wild throughout the week the uh some of our older youth um girls would be leading a crew with some of these five-year-old girls maybe six-year-old girls and and the the young five-year-olds get so attached to their youth crew leaders that they literally were attached uh, to their youth crew <laughs> leaders incessantly throughout the week. So uh, there would be these rotations of crews that would come in, and um, the youth would sit down, and the girl would just crawl into her lap and uh, snuggle up to her. And every time the crew, crew leader had to stand up and do something to lead, the, we would have to peel the child off of them. <laughs> so just, a, I think, just a beautiful display of how loving and nurturing our youth even can be at that age and uh, how trusting and embracing uh, some of our, our young ones can be as they've been nurtured that way at home, uh, thanks to wonderful parents that we have uh, leading these families. And just being able to witness that was a joy for me. Yeah. So those are some, some special moments, uh, but we want to set aside the rest of our time together to uh, speak directly to the, the wizard behind the curtain, right? right. Is that a right. uh, Wizard of Oz reference? I yeah. really probably messed that up, but <laughs> that's how I see uh, Mrs. Quinn Bennett as our director of children's ministries and, and all the work that she puts into our Vacation Bible School week. Um, and, uh, you know, people, of course, know who she is, but she uh, happily hands over lead to other folks throughout the week. But we're going to get to pick her brain and hear some of her thoughts and reflections on the week um, now as we wrap things up. Uh, so I think we're ready to go to the interview, right, Steve? Right. Yep. So we're going to cut to that interview. And, again, we're going to hear from Quinn, and hopefully it's a um, really gives you an insight into everything that happened in the VBS this year. <laughs> And we're back with our interview with Mrs. Quinn Bennett, our Director of Children's Ministry here at Rocky River United Methodist Church, and uh, most importantly in this moment, the Director of Vacation Bible School from 2021, and, you know, I suppose a few years before that, but today it's all about this year. We just wrapped up uh, VBS, and we're uh, coming to you with our uh, joys and uh, celebrations and concerns fresh in our mind from uh, this past week. I'm kidding. I don't. I don't really have any concerns. It was a, it was a blast. It was a fun week, and uh, we want to hear from the the mastermind behind it all uh, to get to know a little bit more about um, what exactly goes on behind the scenes and uh, what your experience of VBS is each year. So, uh, Mrs. Quinn Bennett, welcome to um, in the encouraging word. <laughs> Welcome to the Encouraging Word, and uh, excited to have you on. Thanks. It's great to be here. Good to have you here. So our, our first question really uh, gets into the uh, your, your motivation and what drives you when it comes to VBS, because, uh, you know, me especially, even Stephen, have a uh, front row seat to see all the, the hours that go into uh, preparation, and, and um, no doubt the stress of uh, having the 
the uh, well-being and and to, um, care of you know this year 50 plus and in past years over 100 kids in your hands and countless volunteers and such and big program uh, so with all of that in mind and knowing that all that goes into this what what gives you the passion the motivation uh, each year what drives you to do all the work to make this a reality I think there's a couple things that make it such a passion for me and one is to watch the volunteers in our church pull together as one body to be able to pull it off each year. It is a huge undertaking and to see so many people so passionate and to be able to use their creative um, abilities to make this happen is incredible from watching people and their decoration abilities for our main stage like Nathan Wingers and Jason Kraft to um, having Megan Maddox in the background helping me organize and pull everything together to um, all the youth that end up coming together to work with the kids every year. Um, that's definitely one of my biggest um, pushes is just watching the church uh, make this all happen. Secondly, it's just fun to be creative. It, every year I get to look at this church and say, what can I do to make VBS VBS? And it is a blast. You know, like this year it was Rocky Railway. Jesus's power will pull us through. And to look at this church and go, okay, what can I do with the halls? What can I do with the main opening area? What am I going to do with the stage? What am I going to do with this? is just a really fun and different creative way i get to use my creativity once a year to really change this church into a whole different place for the kids yeah so <clears throat> you kind of um have real hinted at and talked about um, the next question we have for you um, but maybe even go into like when does so the question i have is what preparation is needed for vbs and maybe even go into like um, how early do you start preparation? Like, are you already started looking at next year's VBS right now? What sort of preparation um, behind the scenes that people may not realize? Like, man, a lot of work goes into um, this VBS. It's not just this week thing. It's like a year-long process. Can you give a little hint of the preparation that goes into it? Yeah, so I, even before my VBS is started um, the week, I have already been looking at the next year's uh, theme. So to be able to even start looking at all of the things that I've already created and, or already have so that I can reuse whatever I can reuse, I've already looked at that ahead of time so that I can start planning scheming about what's coming next year um, that way i know what things i can save and what things i can get rid of all of that kind of fun jazz i take um, my gifts from the congregation very seriously and i want to reuse them as much as possible um, to limit um, resources having to be used in areas where they really should be hopefully possibly used somewhere else instead so I take that very seriously so that is part of my preparation um, but yes it's a year-long process I receive the whole kit in January usually January 1st they send them out and literally from that point on I am doing something for VBS every single week I usually for the first couple months, I have one day a week that I 
set aside for just VBS planning alone. And then when March hits, it's about two days. And then you hit May, I've got about three days. Each <coughs> week I'm doing just VBS. And then June, it's pretty much full go, five days a week, uh, getting everything together. So um, between all of the decoration and finding volunteers and organizing their stuff and getting them ready and obviously copying all of that kind of stuff that goes into it um it's a pretty um, long process but it's also a fun and imaginative process so yeah no doubt tons and tons of work and um i think as you mentioned the creativity that you pour into it is one of the most enjoyable pieces and and that is evident um, on, on numerous different levels of uh, what the final product looks like. You, know, you can see the creativity in the, the decorations, uh, creativity in the activities and the games that the kids play. And, and you know, thankfully, I know a lot of this is, is provided or at least uh, suggestions are offered through the curriculum um, that you use. But you certainly bring it all to life in a beautiful way. And uh, I know the, the church really appreciates that. Um, the next question I would ask is, uh, for those who may not have uh, had the opportunity to participate in any way in, in VBS in recent years, um, many of us know, kind of have a sense of what VBS is all about, maybe from our own childhood, but uh, there's, there's no question that things have uh, evolved over the years as far as what Vacation Bible School programs look like um, around the world. and. Uh, certainly is the case here. Uh, I wonder if you could just take a moment and share some of what makes our VBS program here at Rocky River United Methodist unique. How is it maybe different than uh, what people might remember from their own childhood? Um, how might it perhaps even be different from uh, what other churches are doing uh, even today? So what can you share about exactly how our program uh, plays out? Well, first is uh, my big belief in children learn in so many different ways. And um, I have to thank my own children for that and for helping me recognize that on so many different levels. Um, but they learn tactilely. They need to touch and see and hear and smell and just use their all their senses to truly learn and bring uh any kind of learning to life for them and it's especially important i feel with our biblical learning because that's the learning that we really want them to have solid in their lives their whole entire life um so for me this vbs curriculum i use because it really does use every sense for the, with the kids um and so for games, I mean, games are games, right? And that's pretty typical for what it is, but I like how these games, games are the best. <laughs> so, yeah. so says our game leader. <laughs> um, but games are great because these games actually work with the actual theme um, that we're talking about that day. So each game actually brings it back to our Bible point of the day which is really nice. It's not just a game to play, but it's a game that will help um, push our Bible point through even more. Um, we have Imagination Station, where it is really science-oriented. I have a very big passion for bringing science and the Bible together. I want our children to grow up realizing that 
science does not have to be against Christianity, but they can work together and that God created science to bring us closer to him, not farther away from him. So that is a very big passion of mine. And so that is why I've chosen this specific one um, primarily because of the science that is within the whole program. And then we have Bible exploration, which is very different than I'm sure most of you grew up with. I know it's very different than what I grew up with, but you use all of the senses to um, learn the Bible story. In Bible discovery, they don't just sit and listen to the story anymore. They are actually living the story out every time they go into that room so that they get to actually in essence be the characters or be a part of and see what those characters actually went through at those times so for me that's really crazy important um and kidvid is a time it's more low-key they are literally yes sitting in front of a tv um but they are watching videos um about kids their age doing amazing things for god or kids their age that have gone through some really hard things and how God has gotten them through. So they are watching kids their age do amazing things and having amazing faith in Christ um, so that they realize, wait, this isn't just an adult thing. This is something I can do too. And it's really, really neat. And these kids are from all over the world that they take these videos from. It's pretty incredible. Um, and then, of course, we have snack, and everybody loves snack. <laughs> so, um, but our snack is a little different than I would say. That's probably where our snack is a little different than a lot of people. Um, it is very a downtime. We just have a bunch of those old-fashioned toys that the kids don't see, and they're placed all over the place. And um, they can eat their snack and then just have some chill time uh, to just relax before they're up and moving again. And opening and closing, it's worship. Plain and simple, it is singing, dancing, it is worship, and they start and end the program with a bang. And Olivia Stefanik, our children's ministry choir director, was fantastic this year. Absolutely fantastic. She memorized the whole thing. It was incredible. Yeah, so that's, that's really exciting, and I hope that um, this also gives, for those who may not be participating in VBS, um, gives you a little bit of behind the scenes, a little bit of understanding what goes on, um, and also those who um, uh, help. She talked about those who help with um, creating the sets and, all, and volunteering, but also there's a, there, are, there are those out there who have donated and provided money mm -hmm. for it as well, so this can give you a hint. Um, and some insight on what that money goes towards and how it helps um, reach kids for Christ um, and VBS, which VBS stands for Vacation Bible School, just in case anyone <laughs> <laughs> wonders what those two or what those three letters are about. Not two, three. So I hear Paul snickering here in the background. Um, <laughs> all right, so we also, one of the questions we have is, um, so you're going to have to give a little bit of, uh, people may not know what this is, but what are one or two God sightings that you had during VBS? So God sightings is, is a phrase um, that we use during VBS. So give a little bit of insight what a God sighting is, and then maybe one or two God sightings that you saw during VBS. So one of the cool things about this program is they do have something called God sightings. And um, at the beginning of the week, they get a little bracelet that says, watch for God sightings. And it's just to remind them throughout the week while they are out 
and not at VBS to be looking for how God works out in the world, whether it's the sunshine, whether it's not fighting with their brother or sister, whether it's they saw somebody do something nice for somebody, that um, anything along those lines where they can see God in action during the week and not that so that they can realize it goes beyond VBS. It doesn't just stay in this building, but God is out there in the real world. So God's eyes are a really cool thing to watch and to see. And we um, have a moment at, in opening every single day where they sit with their crew leaders and they actually talk about the God sightings that they saw. So they know that they're gonna be coming back to VBS. And so they really are looking for them out there because of that. Um, my God signs, wow, uh, how do I keep it to one or two? Um, Ooh, wow. Uh, God sightings. Ooh, there's so many. I think one of my biggest God sightings this year was um, my seniors. Um, watching, I've had them for now six years of vacation Bible schools, and to watch who they have become, the leaders they have become, the and these all of them just happen to be young women the women that they have become and what they're going to do out in that world we i get to see a glimpse of what that is going to look like for the people in this world and we are very blessed to have those young women going out into the world because they are really going to change the world and they changed the lives of their children they had with them this week it was really incredible to watch um i would definitely say my seniors were a big god sighting for me uh just watching them at the end during the last song i started crying because i what a loss it is for us this year for this to be their last year with us and that is just um mind-blowing to me that was definitely one of my god sightings for sure I think one of my other God sightings was, you know, I get to be everywhere during VBS because I'm not teaching a specific area. So I get to kind of like go a little bit of here and there. Definitely one of my God sightings was little Ryan, who <laughs> um, when asked what you would tell somebody about Jesus, um, he was like, his words were, um, I would tell them that um, Jesus helps you stop crying. And to me, that was so heartwarming um, and moving. And to know that this is his first vacation Bible school and he's already started um, on his faith journey and how we think that our children are the next generation in the church, but that is a phrase that has got to stop um, because they are the church now and by hearing words such as that that is evident that they are the church now they are not the church later yeah very well said and i think um that's uh, uh, something that vbs reminds us of each and every year we get to spend a week just focusing on how incredible the, the children of this church and this community are 
and celebrate um, the, those instances when we get to see their faith come to life and uh, just for, uh, for moments in um, very obvious ways they become leaders, <laughs> leaders of, of the adults, inspiring the adults, challenging the adults and, and we know and trust that this really is, is the reality uh, throughout the year that they are constantly uh, inspiring us, pushing us and and um, having an impact within this church and community in ways that we so often take for granted. So thank you for bringing that to light. Um, and, and ultimately uh, what I'd like to ask next is uh, for like an overall, um, what is what is your experience? How has VBS changed and impacted your life? And I think uh, we're already kind of leading up to the answer to that quite beautifully from the last question but um you know you, you've described the preparation that goes into it the countless hours the uh pretty much six months out of the year devoted at least in part to it and it's uh in in your brain bouncing around even now uh you know 11 12 months out so um with with how big of a piece of, of your life your ministry it is how has uh, vacation bible school impacted you in a positive way how is it not? <laughs> I mean, that really is, um, that really should be the question. How is it not? Because, <laughs> um, but on so many different levels, it has changed my life um, between watching our children grow from children into youth, watching our youth grow from youth into young adults, watching laughter and God sightings and God moments and watching the relationships form between crews, watching relationships perform between our pastors and the kids. You know, our pastors get so little time with our children in the church and to watch that moment happen. Um, watching our youth director be able to uh, form closer relationships with the youth that attend and help out is very precious. How has it not affected my life? And to watch and learn from everybody that is involved, from adult leaders, youth leaders, the children themselves, they all teach me somehow, some way. And I am very blessed to have the team, the children, and the youth that I am with every year. Well, thanks, Quinn, so much for um, doing this interview with us. We really appreciate it, and we really hope that our listeners who have listened to Quinn, um, the director of VBS, as she explained her passion for it, she explained the preparation, described it, some God sightings, and we really hope that this um, this interview can give um, some insight, again, to people who don't only help out, but also those who provide donations um, for VBS and for the children's ministry. Um, thank you so much, everyone, for listening. Um, we're excited about our podcast that we have coming up in the future as we continue to prepare new series um, and new topics. And, uh, again, thank you so much, Gwen, for doing this interview. Thank you. And, uh, oh, yeah, we have, we're in person now, which I think everyone knows. So 8 o'clock or 8.30, 10 o'clock, and 11.30. So we'd be happy to see everyone in person if you can make it. Again, thank you so much, and we'll talk to you again.